Hello and welcome to this special edition of Truth versus Hype. We have in the past on the show looked very closely at the mystery of job creation. Said to be one of the great priorities of this government, but yet, why are so many asking, where are the jobs? Who better to answer that than Amitabh Kant, the CEO of Niti Aayog, the architect of Make in India, and someone who's considered a rainmaker for this government's economic push. Thanks very much indeed, Amitabh, for taking the time out to join us. And also uh, joining us here is a very lively young audience uh, who hopefully will grill Amitabh with piercing questions. So, Amitabh, let me just set the ball rolling on this whole uh, jobs debate by first setting the stage as far as the numbers are concerned. Now, the number that is most commonly trotted out is that roughly 12 million new entrants to the job market every year. That works out to about 1.2 crores, so that's about 12 lakh entrants every year. Now, this could be just everyone who's becoming eligible for a job, uh, including perhaps some of these young people, doesn't necessarily mean that they all have to be given jobs. But as far as the job creation data itself is concerned, and I'm sure you've been asked this several times, uh, if you look at how many jobs are being created in the formal <coughs> sector, and we put that graph up on the screen, you'll actually see that the numbers are falling. So in 2011, 9.3 lakh jobs a year, down to 3.22, then 4.19 lakh jobs, 4.93 lakh jobs in 2014, and in 2015, just 1.35 lakh jobs a year. So where's the problem? Vasu, uh, uh, this analysis of journalists like you right. is based on uh, Labor Bureau's statistics. Yes. Now, Labor Bureau statistics uh, actually take into consideration uh, just about 4%, 35 to 4% of the total enterprises in this country. Right. These are the, just jobs in the, no, in so, the form, no. what are so called they, the core sector. So they, uh, the Labor Board Bureau doesn't take into consideration uh, jobs uh, with uh, enterprises which, are, uh, which have 10 or less people with power and okay. 20 or more people without power. Okay. And... It, does, it excludes 96%, hmm. 96% of the enterprises in India. Okay. So the, I'm not saying the statistics are flawed, right. but they are totally incomplete statistics to go by. Okay, but if you just and look at only these statistics, because these are the only ones we have, would you at least concede that India has a jobs problem? Uh, well, I would say that there is a challenge of jobs. Hmm. And uh, the challenge of jobs, right. you know, needs to be confronted with. Mm. And to my mind, uh, they do not bring out the correct picture of Indian economy. Because okay. I have looked at uh, this, you know, because uh, not, as, not as a statistician, okay. Okay. but as a thinking Indian, I looked at this and I looked at the scenario on ground, mm. what is happening on ground really. What is it that is happening on, on the ground, ground which, which you suggest yeah. tells you otherwise? Yeah. So when you look at, I mean, you look at several figures on ground, several statistics on ground. For example? For example, if you look at the road sector, okay. uh, the road sector has registered the highest uh, amount of roads constructed on ground. Right. It's uh, seen the highest awards on ground. Right. Uh, if you look at, I'm talking about the infrastructure sector, mm -hmm. then I'll come to the other sectors. Right. If, you, if you look at uh, the electricity sector, yes. the habitation connected, yes. habitation connected, have seen a have seen almost a 352% jump you know from 3000 odd habitations we've connected about 11580 okay, uh, one second yeah 
let's look at uh, civil aviation where mm. we've dis you know while the rest of the world has seen a decline we are seeing a growth of almost 23% year after year okay let well, no, I, I, no, I, I, let, let me let me not let's not no. make this also because you just had no. three years so, uh, no. of this government so we had a so, lot no, of so I'm not summarizing of no, achievements I'm not, I'm not getting into so uh, one is infrastructure yes the second is let's look at the rural areas let's look at the rural sector where yes. the government brought in this mudra scheme hmm. and in the mudra scheme almost 7.4 uh, you know to my mind the, the huge amount of flow of resources have gone in right to support 7.4 in million enterprises there okay, and why is that why is that then not translating into the sense that jobs are being created because again if you were yeah. to look at yeah. for example these protests that we've seen we've seen yeah. a number of different social groups yeah. come out onto the yeah. roads whether it's the jars whether it's the marathas yeah. asking for job reservation yeah. don't these indicate that some of the numbers that you're claiming are not matching ground reality no i'm not claiming any numbers i'm looking at the at reality the at the economy at the economy yeah, so as i a look whole. at i look at mudra right i looked at Uh, the pradhan mantri avas yojana in sure. terms of housing which right. has again registered a huge increase right i looked at the credit guarantee scheme okay. where the base of the credit guarantee has been increased and the msme sector offtake has been almost uh, you know much more in the last 3 years than in the last 13 years okay let so, me let me so, let me just put it to the audience yeah. let me just take that so, to the audience because we we want to make it interactive yeah, and yeah. we have very yeah. little time so keep yeah. your question short Let's get a question in on uh, jobs. Uh, yes, the gentleman over there. Are you convinced by these arguments, or uh, do you think we have a jobs problem? I do, because uh, there's a general consensus that I'm seeking a job right now, and there's a general consensus that jobs aren't there. So while the government has promised jobs over time and again, and there was a lot of positivity when the government came in power that jobs will be provided, but over time. there's still a lack of uh, jobs why is that so so what's so important uh, thing to realize is that the nature of jobs is changing hmm. i mean none of us had realized that actually uh, ola will end up creating 6 and a half lakh jobs right 6 and a half lakh jobs uh, uber has created in this country close to about 5 lakh jobs but five as, that's the private as, sector as drivers i mean as, i'm saying drivers. not taking so, away anything so, from drivers so, but i'm not sure if So you know, what does the so what are, who want I mean, to do that no so, so if so no no uh, not as drivers as entrepreneurs you're not a driver you're owner of a vehicle what i'm saying is that in today's world right the nature of job is changing it's instead of large enterprises it will be entrepreneur driven jobs okay so you will see many different kind of entrepreneurs in this country and for young people like them hmm. they should you should look at doing a startup you should look at becoming your own entrepreneur why should you look at a government providing you a job and that to a low paid job well maybe it's you not should so be, much as you should be disrupting the system rather than becoming okay, a job seeker from government okay maybe amita I mean, there's so nobody as, uh, no, maybe it's not yeah. so much that they're expecting a yeah. government job yeah, yeah, as much that, as expecting the huh. government to facilitate Absolutely. conditions in which jobs are created let me ask you about so, so let, let me, me ask I you mean, about so the so it let me just move yeah. on quickly yeah. and ask you about the it sector because so much has been made about whether or not there is a problem with the IT sector and something that is cited very often is this McKinsey report which came out earlier this year which said that half of India's 37 lakh strong IT workforce will be irrelevant in 3 or 4 years. Yes. Firstly are you convinced of that? Uh, I so, as of now Vasu yeah. 
the IT sector remains a net creator of jobs in India and will continue to be a net creator of jobs till 2025. And to my mind, so there's all there's, these reports so of layoffs that we and keep hearing. So, if you go by the latest McKinsey report, which has just come out, okay. just come out yesterday, okay. this particular report, yes, which actually contrary to what you projected, has has I, has. I haven't projected. No, this is a, this is also no, McKinsey. So, so, I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, manufacturing so numbers. I'm, so, instead of your hype, okay. let me project the truth. <laughs> okay. And so, so. So this McKinsey report, okay, for what instance, does this say? says that in the last three years, All right. we've been able to create close to 20 to 26 million jobs. Okay. And what it says is that in the next, next till about 2025, uh, the IT sector would remain a net creator and would, and would create close to about 3 million jobs. Okay, let me again go back to audience and if, if anyone has a question <coughs> on, uh, on IT jobs particularly. Yes, go ahead. Uh, the IT sector, there have been so many layoffs. So is it, how true is it that these layoffs are on a large scale? And is it going to be ongoing like this? See, one must understand that the private sector works on market economics. You know, there will be demand sometimes. There will be uh, a fall sometimes of the demand. Right. In the normal market economy, jobs must go, jobs must come. And if you look at the statements of uh, TCS, uh, uh, the ex-TCS uh, chief, yes. uh, Chandrasekhar, he yes. says the IT sector remains unaffected and will continue to grow and expand. And so does the Infosys chief. So my personal view is that sure. in the next four to five years, IT sector will continue to grow and would remain a net creator. It has to do several other innovations. Okay. It has to have. It has to move into far more high-skilled jobs, right. but it would remain a net creator of jobs. On to demonetization. Can we at least now except at the very least that it has hurt India's economy. Uh, uh, Vasu, let me tell you this, and it's very important for young people to understand this. Yes. And uh, for journalists like you as well, okay. to put this in proper perspective. All right. That it's not possible for India ever to become a $10 trillion economy with a $5 trillion, uh, you know, a formal economy and a $5 trillion black economy. You need to converge and integrate the black economy with the formal economy. You can't have a scenario where 85% of us young people, all sure. of you and us as well, do cash transactions. Okay, but that's and, not my question. And therefore, 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 you needed a very radical measure to disrupt the Indian economy and convert even, it into a even formal at the, But would you yeah. accept that whether yeah. that long-term goal is achieved or not, we still don't know, but would you accept that at least for the moment, it has hurt the economy no, with the growth numbers no, reflected. No, no. So, see, the, my personal view is that in the long term, this growth will take a further impetus upwards. Okay. My personal view is that it's it was necessary to pay that price for India to become a formal economy and okay. to go on a high trajectory growth because in the long run, long run, this will enable you to have a higher taxation base. You need resources for education, okay, health, nutrition. Where let will you get that if people keep having black money and not paying okay, taxes me, to let government? Let me push back a little bit uh, on that with yeah. some of the facts yeah. okay, that we have. So what do we know as of now? What we know as of now is that in terms of black money, firstly, everyone agrees that the black economy, about 80 to 85% of it is not cash. It's mm. parked in all kinds of mm. uh, you know, real estate, et cetera, et cetera. It's overseas. Mm. So as far as the cash, its component itself is concerned, mm. Amitabh, since demonetization, you've had a series of 
raids that have been conducted. Mm. The net result of all those raids, and remember 15 lakh crores is what was in circulation. Mm. We don't know how much has come back. A good amount of that is already out of circulation. It's come back again from the banking system. It's come out again, uh, 9, 10, 11 lakh crores. Where has that cash gone? It's again gone back into the lockers. It's gone under the mattresses. And this is why the government keeps turning it up. And all those raids have simply so far discovered only 1.6% of undisclosed income detected. So, Vasu, and this is undisclosed income. It may not even necessarily turn out to be black. So, Vasu, the, the final figures have not yet been given out by the RBI or the government. And I think... Why is that, I by the way? No, are they, are they, no, are they I think hiding we, something? No, or? no, I think we need to... Uh, we need to... And my personal view is that yeah. I... Don't subscribe to a negative perspective that you are taking. Okay. We need to take a long-term perspective, wait for the figures. In the long run, to my mind, you'll have a much larger tax base. You'll be able to fund your infrastructure. You'll be able to fund... Again, on the, again yeah. on the you'll tax base. To, yeah. Again on the tax base. Yeah. These are the so numbers. And this is not, I'm not being negative. I'm just telling you the numbers that we have. Yeah, but Vasu, you need to see this uh, drastic action in the context of many other things that have been done. Okay. Can in I just, the context can I just... of the GST, in okay. the context of uh, uh, bringing in uh, your... Uh, 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 several radical measures, like you are attempting to restructure your banking system, you are bringing in. Uh, no, those are all those no, are all so, worthy measures. So, but I'm so, saying that so, that let's take so let's take you, tax base. Let's uh, take tax base. The yeah. government says that 91 lakh people entered the tax net in the last financial yeah, year, yeah. which they palmed off as a success of demonetization. And 91 lakhs looks like a huge number, right? Mm. Everyone would agree. Mm. But when you actually look at the numbers the year prior, 76 lakhs people had mm. entered the tax base. This mm. is without demonetization. Yeah. So all it showed you is that India's tax base is steadily growing. It's not as if demonetization has led to a huge surge. But the real so answer... again, it comes back to, was, the, was it worth it? But Vasu, I think I think you are asking, uh, you are making several statements very prematurely. Okay. I think the correct response will uh, come in during the course of this year. Okay. As you are seeing with digital payments, seeing a big rise upwards okay. across. So you will see a huge, huge expansion of the tax base in the year this year and the next year to come. Okay. On demonetization, on note, Pandey, uh, do we have any questions at all? Uh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, must talked about topics. So, has that had any significant effect on what the job scenario is right now? Uh, demonetization. Yeah, you're demonetization. So, I've uh, looked at the figures in terms of uh, uh, vast range of activities which uh, the government indulges in. Hmm. I mean, uh, if you look at uh, the credit guarantee offtake, that's continued to grow. If you look at uh, Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana, the demand for housing has continued to grow. If you look at uh, the extension of our electricity scheme into rural areas that expanded in a there's been a quantum jump. What about so, the what about the protest by so, farmers though? So which some say is also linked to so Vasu, the the shortage of cash. You know the there is a structural change taking place in the economy, uh, and to my mind, uh, there is a movement away from agriculture. Mm. There's a huge amount of disguised unemployment in the agriculture sector. Okay. And it's important to understand this, that there are people in agriculture sector who are very lowly paid. You need to take disguised unemployment away from agriculture hmm. into manufacturing. And as a logical consequence of that, we need to push for urbanization. And that is what is ha actually happening. If you look at figures but from 20, 
2010 to... Yeah, but would you agree yeah, that that yeah. transition is happening in the way that we'd like it to because manufacturing is not growing at that pace. So what's happening is a bulk of people are leaving farming, you're right, yeah. but they're all getting into other things, like so they're getting into construction in a big way. Yeah. So you have farmers who yeah. essentially now break stones and carry them on their yeah. heads, yeah. or they become yeah. informal workers, they sit and yeah. squat on the side of a road and sell vegetables, yeah. and so on and so forth. So that's really not the transition we want. So right? Vas Vasu, there's a radical shift hmm. taking place from the movement away from agriculture yes. into entrepreneurship. A lot of that is into entrepreneurship. Let me but tell you this. Would you call, One that, second. Would you call that entrepreneurship no, no, if you're no, pushing so the if, radar on the... No, no. Uh, so if, if uh, it's not a bad thing, okay. if uh, seven and a half crore people take mudra loan, Okay. And if they are able to do uh, create jobs, okay. it's a very good thing to happen. And what, let me tell you, what was to my about mind, the Niti Aayog's proposal to tax the agriculture sector? That was a suggestion made, or at least to tax it within a certain slab. This was this wasn't uh, required. The taxing agriculture sector was not a part of the action plan of Niti Aayog. I know, but it, it was a pro it, it, it was a proposal. No, it was a it was a com it was a suggestion of an individual member of the Niti Aayog. But it was does not the, a formal the proposal. Back it as a no, it was not body? a formal proposal. That's been clarified by the vice chair. Do you do you think it's a good no, idea? No, uh, it's too. Uh, to my mind, uh, taxing of the agriculture sector at this point of time is okay. not something we should consider. Okay, all right. Let me ask you, uh, in conclusion, uh, Amitabh, as we wound down from time, that some say that you can't have, you could have economic growth on its own. You could take mm -hmm. a very technocratic mm -hmm. view of mm -hmm. it, and you're saying the numbers suggest things aren't as bad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you can't have social turmoil and economic growth. Now, mm. when you look at, for example, a series of attacks by these gaurakshas and mm. so on, uh, you also at the same time have some very severe restrictions coming in on the meat industry, both things combined. You have mm. social turmoil, you have the economic impact of that. Mm. Do you find that deeply worrying? No, my view is that it's a very happening economy. If you look at a vast number of sectors, from hmm. roads to rail to energy sector to uh, uh, port sector no, to airports, no, no. So, 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 no, no. So, let me tell you, it's, yes. it's a very happening sector in terms of the economic growth. It's plenty is happening. Uh, a lot of is happening in terms of the rural sector, in terms okay. of the in terms of the mudra scheme, in terms of the credit guarantee, in terms of okay. the Pradhan Mantri Avas Yojana. Okay. A lot of that is happening. Uh, somehow, s journalists, some journalists, <laughs> including Mr. Vasu, okay. get hooked on to some statistics and present a partial picture, which is not the correct picture. Okay. Which is not the correct but picture. But that again it's is a, not my question a, it's now. A partial. I'm so asking my, you about yeah. the vigilantism yeah, so, and I'm so, asking you about the restrictions so my, on my, my the cattle view, trade my view is, and on the meat trade. My view is that the government's attention and focus has to be on economic growth. Okay. It has to be on development. All right. And the government is increasingly concerned about e job growth jobs and therefore it's constituted the committee under a very distinguished economist dr panagaria which yes. is looking on the statistics on the nature of statistics okay so what we're hearing about jobs yeah, yeah. on jobs is that yeah. what we're hearing is that because of these restrictions on uh, the meat industry yeah. and on the trade yeah. and uh, sale and uh, slaughter of cattle that's impacted uh, the meat exports which is a very important part of our economy they're apparently down 11 percent uh, in this quarter 
it's impacted the leather industry, which is such an important component of make yeah, in India. Yeah. So do you believe those decisions are not helping no, the my economy view is, at this time? No, my view is that the government is determined to have consistency, predictability, and clarity of policies over a long run. Okay. But we should, we but should continue. Not, no, no, we should. You're not no, asking no, the direct no, question. Do you think we, that these bans and restrictions no, are a good so, idea or a bad so idea? You're speak, a straight shooter. No, so. no, personally speaking, I'm against all kind of bans. We are, you know, uh, uh, in one of the cases, the Supreme Court has gone in for a liquor ban, which has impacted uh, jobs and yes. tourism sector, especially in uh, sectors like, uh, you know, if you look at so a state like Kerala. And you come so, out strongly yeah, against it. Yeah, I came out strongly against it. And so I'm you're in, against I'm, and all these bans. Yeah, and I'm saying, my personal view is that the government should not get into the eating habits of people. Okay. Yeah, that's that's mm. excellent. Yeah. Okay, I think we have very And we time. need to, we definitely need to drive uh, jobs in a uh, vast range of sectors, including leather. And okay, yes. You question have, yes, related to digital economy. Unlike yeah. a Chinese counterparts, we haven't moved beyond TCS and Infosys. Yeah. India hasn't produced in Alibaba. So yeah. do you, uh, what steps are, is the government planning to take to uh, increase the investments in the digital economy? Oh, well, I, I'm, we're seeing a huge amount of disruption right now in the digital economy. We, we have close to about 900 financial technology companies. Mm. Many of them have done amazing work. I mean, why? Uh, Flipkart is growing and expanding. It is taking on the Amazon of the world in, in India. China, Amazon was not allowed. China is a closed, virtually a closed economy for digital players of the world. Now, you, we must understand this. Google wasn't allowed in China. Uh, mm, uh, Amazon wasn't allowed. We've allowed them to grow and expand. And yet Indian entrepreneurs, young Indian entrepreneurs are going on taking them head on. And we're seeing a huge, huge amount of disruption by a vast number of young financial technology companies. Let me ask you in conclusion, yeah, yeah. are you enjoying Niti Aayog? Be <laughs> honest. Uh, Vasu, I love, I've loved uh, every, kind, every job that I've done, starting mm -hmm. with fisheries, tourism, industries, everything, yes. and I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, Niti Ayo. I don't know how many of these young people know that he's the architect of the God's Own Country campaign. You, you've heard of the God's Own Country, the Kerala campaign? But surely, after so all, Niti, of, Niti after all of that, hmm. Niti Ayog, I mean, think tank, it's not a, it, you, you Niti, missed that Vasu, Niti gives you the canvas and uh, the perspective of a vast range of sectors where I hadn't worked, and it's, it's greatly enjoyable. It gives you the it gives you the ability to do policy making which uh, would not have been possible anywhere else. Okay, well, uh, that's really sporting of you to come and take our questions, Amitabh yeah. Khan. Thanks very much Thank indeed uh, for Thank joining you. us. Let's have a big round of applause, not just for him, but for our audience. Thank Thanks you. very much. Thank you. Indeed, so uh, that's all we have time for. Thanks so much for watching. Goodbye.